we start today's episode, just to let you know, you can now nominate for the 2025 Northern Power Women Awards. To be in with a chance of celebrating with changemakers, trailblazers and advocates on the 6th of March 2025. Nominate now at wearepower.net. Women podcast for your career and your life, no matter what business you're in. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Northern Power Women podcast. And this is our We Are More season. My name is Simone Roche, and I'm going to be chatting to our winners, our commended, and partners of the 2022 Northern Power Women Awards, doing what we do best, doing what we absolutely love, which is showcasing and spotlighting role models. Now, if you're not quite up to speed, the Northern Power Women Awards are delighted and proud to be the largest celebration of gender equality in Europe and I created them to highlight the amazing impact that individuals, organisations, teams and services are having whilst accelerating gender equality and wider inclusion from the north of England. Um, ANS Group won the Medium Org Award at this year's awards and as an organisation that continues to demonstrate a forward thinking and innovative approach to recruitment, development and retention of talent to promote and create inclusive cultures in the workplace. And I'm delighted to be joined by Arlene, Arlene Bolfin, Director of People Development at ANS, um, which provide digital transformation services, including public and private cloud, managed hosting services, security solutions, applications, DevOps, and data services. That is some business card, Arlene. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. You've got over 10 years experience in education and the technology business. Um, and as Arlene leads the people development and tech skills programs. We were chatting about that just before we started the record button today and is passionately responsible for the company's apprenticeship scheme and the learning and development program of the ANS Academy. And I love the fact that you've got that academy that sits alongside within around um, everything that you do. It feels like it's probably part of your whole DNA. Oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Qualified IT. I know I'm, you've got your, your bio goes on forever. <laughs> But really, but exceptionally, you know, you're a qualified IT business studies teacher. And again, I love this because this is always proof in that everyone's career goes in different directions. No one has one, you know, straight line trajectory. So to go from business studies teacher, uh, you know, to now director of people development, you know, every single job you've done, you brought a passion for for skills and education uh, to life. Your mission is to bring more girls and people from different backgrounds, beliefs with different ways of thinking and different abilities into the tech world. Hallelujah. Uh, you know, and this passion, I keep saying this passion about you because I've known you for a number of years, even though we've not seen each other for a long time. But this is, we've seen you speaking at the House of Commons on apprenticeships, running the company's local school engagement program, over 50 local schools and winning a Princess Royal training award for the apprenticeship program. And in October 21, the apprenticeship program led by you, Arlene, was awarded outstanding by Ofsted, one of only two tech businesses in the UK to get this award. And this is what, 
I'm always so thrilled to do to be highlighting, celebrating these massive wins um, across the amazing businesses that we have across the north. Welcome to the podcast, Arlene. How are you doing? Awesome. <laughs> Thanks so much. What an intro. Oh my goodness. I feel like I need a lie down now. <laughs> <laughs> but, but these are great. These bios are, are so, uh, you know, because actually they're not. They're the story of your world, your life, your passion, your direction. And, you know, the awards which you, you won, um, ANS won earlier this year, I know they mean different things to different people, but what did it mean to you and also as, a, as, a, as an organisation? Oh, Simone, it was such a fabulous recognition. And when I think about the award, you know, what I think about is that night, we'd never, we've, as you can imagine, we've been privileged to win many awards or be invited to many awards, but we got there that night and something that we'd never experienced before. We had two full tables from ANS only women. <laughs> no man, no man dared come that night, but it just, it just kind of happened that way. And it was an incredible recognition for what is a hard slog sometimes in the tech industry, championing, um, gender diversity, championing the, the women in the business. This change in business does not happen overnight or with one initiative or, you know, with one person. It's, it's always such a, um, a continued effort. So it was, it was a really lovely award for us and a different one. I think that's what's really special about the North Power Women Awards. There's no award really like it, or no, you know, no work um, like yourself and the team do. That's real. That's really specific in looking at that gender diversity. So we were hugely proud and delighted to come back and, and encourage more businesses to get get their names out there. Absolutely. You know, I had a call this week from someone who'd been nominated and she's like, I won a few years ago and I feel like I need to step out the way. And I said, listen, you know, actually your business is evolving, you know, entrepreneurs and doing amazing things. I said, your story's actually, you know, super powered and turbocharged, you know, you know, well, so there's actually, do you have a different story to tell? She's actually, what I prefer to do is to champion and showcase others and, and encourage other people to, to sort of nominate and, and, and welcome that, that recognition as well. So I just said to her, whatever you do you do you you know so I think it's so important because whatever way we can encourage organizations and individuals to share those stories it enables other people to go oh, do you know what I could do that and I, I think about some of the initiatives that ANS have built to create this real culture of diversity do you want to share some of those with us Ali? Of course there are many <laughs> you know lots of people always being busy one thing that's really d- done well for us and that we, we've really got a lot of success out of is um, every year we, we nominate a woman in tech ambassador in the business. So that's our um, female representative across the business who will champion us at events and come up with more initiatives. But we've worked as well with with great organisations, Digital Her, put people through some of the programmes, the confidence programmes, uh, some of the women in the team. And that always works really, really well. We've got some fabulous EDI groups in the business and really lovely groups because all organically grown in the last couple of years and and they just keep sprouting up which is lovely and two of those groups are uh, the Equality Network so we've got the 10 groups so that's the Equality Network and that was the first gender group that we had and then there was a splinter group really exciting Um, in that group when we went through the objectives and and the why of the group a theme became clear that, that women wanted a women in tech group so they splintered off so it was really funny 
only because the, the gender or the equality network kind of said, no, this is, we want to make sure that, that the, the um, initiatives that we do involve um, all genders and, and men. And, and that's the way we want to do it. And, and the women's group said, no, we, we want to take this separately. So we also have a social group that kind of came from that as well. There was women who didn't see themselves necessarily as women in tech, but women in ANS in the minority. And they said, you know what, we want to get together. We want to share experiences. We want to look at topics that are relevant to us, maybe family life, work-life balance, confidence in work, imposter syndrome, all of the good stuff. So now we've got this like women in ANS social group that has has appeared. And it's just recognizing, I suppose, the value that you can add in, in different ways to people when they identify in different ways. And I think that's something that's really important about like um, whatever you call them, you know, employer resource groups or, you know, sort of what, or, or I like the idea of a whole lot of splinter groups. I have a real passion that actually you don't have to be not monogamous to one group. You can, you can dip in and out of, of different groups. You don't have to solely identify with one group, right? If you've got 10 within ANS, actually you can see what happens in different groups. Or actually I'm really passionate about that or I want to, or I can be part of more than one group. You know, it's, I think that's that's something that's that's really important. So it's great that you've got these opportunities. And I love the fact that when people own their own groups or their own conversations they want to have, that they're creating these, they're going rogue yeah. <laughs> and setting them up, which is which is brilliant. But talk to me about the company's apprenticeship scheme and the L and D, the learning and development program that you have, the academy, because we talked at the start of this and the 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 joy and the excitement that you have in your voice when you talk about your apprentices uh, is is just so tangible uh, and and you know just so critical to your business growth and development oh absolutely and I think after nine years I should be weary of this Simone but I'm not and um, thankfully I'm still just as excited like I said we, we brought 20 apprentices in this week and just to see them yesterday I was so excited for them and um, because I know the opportunities that we'll give them and um, so ANS Academy is our uh, apprenticeship arm of the business we are Ofsted outstanding, as you mentioned at the start, but I never miss an opportunity to repeat that. Uh, only Siemens is a, is a tech business who is also a training provider like us who has that accreditation in the country. So we're really proud of that. We were rated a top 100 apprenticeship employer in the last few weeks as well, which was fabulous. Um, so that program is uh, for people, young people. Usually we work with a lot of schools and colleges to come into our business and uh, begin a career in tech. It's been going for nine years. We started out with four apprentices and one of those is still here nine years later which we're really proud of and we work with a lot of local schools as I say and colleges to try and open our doors to young people and say look at this fabulous career because there's still so much work to be done to show people especially young people what a career in tech looks like so yeah the apprenticeship arm that that falls in my area and then learning and development as a whole so we've got over 700 people in ANS now so we want to go for that large category at some point as well <laughs> we're coming back for that big one um but uh yeah like it's a lot of people and there are so many cool businesses out there and in the north we know you know there's some great competition and yeah you can have the slides and the bars and all that great stuff but what, what's going to keep people in the business is knowing that they're, they've got progression, that they've got opportunity. Techies love to learn. And uh, my job is to try and make sure uh, as many people in this business, everyone feels like they've got a clear path to their next step and uh, that, that we can help them get there and that we want to help them get there. Like you said, um, in our, in our pre-chat, 
so important that you can sit with someone and say, what's next for you? Where are you going next? I know where I want to go next. I've had that conversation with my boss. I'm taking her job. But that's that's really, really important. So my team, we get we get to work all across the business. And whether it's a finance person or a comms person or a techie, how can we help them feel like they're growing? And we got really hung up on exams for years. You know, we, we had so many people and we put them on exam pathways. And that's really important. What we learned in the last few years is people want mentors that's a way of developing, getting out of, of your business sometimes. And, and so we have a great mentor program. We have people job shadow, uh, go to other teams, see what another team does, how that impacts them. And they learn from that. We have people do outreach with us. So people who have nothing got to do with our academy team will come and they'll talk to apprentices. They'll talk to school groups that we've got in. And that could be part of their development, supporting people to run events. And, um, you know, it, we, we realize development is so much more than a linear kind of exam pathway or whatever so my team are responsible for all of that I think mentoring is that space where it's about you being the best version of you and and trying to overcome some of those barriers and there are barriers we have a lack of women in tech fact you know there's also wider barriers cultural class barriers you know we're passionate about social mobility and you know really kind of opening those barriers Give us some of the things that have worked for you, because I think one of the things we always love on the podcast is the solutions, you know, and and, and actually what are that other people can look and go, oh, well, we can't we can't find the women. We can't find the people from this particular um, demographic. We can't do this. I mean, I'm, I'm always a bit like look harder, <laughs> but, you know, what what's worked? What's worked for you? So we're fortunate that over the years we've built great relationships with schools. And Simone, you know, what's been really interesting and, and still now we work with unis, colleges, schools, but we've gotten younger and younger and younger in and, and primary school, you know, it, it blows people's minds when I said to them, right, we're going to do a little careers fair in a primary school. And they'll say, what careers for primary school children? What we know is around age seven or eight, children have already made decisions about that's boys' jobs, that's girls' jobs. Um, and I said to you earlier, I've, I've got I've got two little kids, I've got a five-year-old daughter and I've got a two-year-old son. So I'm really aware of, of at their age what, what they're told from everything around them about careers. So we have run, and this was pre-COVID, so we're planning again to kick off uh, in the new year. We've run code clubs with local schools where we walk them over um, after school in a little after school club into our business. Our apprentices run a little programming club with them, a little code club um, in our office. And there's just as many girls there as boys because what we've discovered is as they get older, when we go into year nine options, students, that's a really key time. We're planning a program now for the end of the year for January to target year nine girls in local schools to have them look at IT as, as a career option or, or as a, an option for their GCSEs. Because when we get to them post GCSE or in college, you've got a room with 15 boys and two girls. And, and that's, you know, you've, you're too late then. You, you can convince those two girls to get a job in tech <laughs> because they're there already. So what I think we've, we've really learned and, and we're, and we're really going to focus on is younger, targeting younger children and, and schools to show them what a career in tech is and really opening up that it's not just about sitting in front of a computer, but you can be creative and you can communicate and you can move around and and that there's really good opportunities. I think that's where we know our work has to focus. And I think there's a, you know, I'm totally on the same sheet with that. There's It's, it's, it's a video that's been around for uh, many years that is in that classroom of 60 youngins, six or seven year olds. And uh, we're going to 
draw jobs today, kids. And there's, there's three supply teachers, as the kids think, in the room. Three women in the... At some point, the women go out and get changed. One's a firefighter, one's a fighter pilot, and one's a surgeon. And and I'm always dismayed by the little girl that goes, oh, it's dress up day. And you're like, no, you can be whatever you want to be. So, you know, I I love the, you know, the younger, the better. I would love to, but, you know, we're a micro business, but there's people across our community that would love to get involved and, you know, sort of... It's that storytelling, isn't it? It's sharing those stories and demonstrating practically that it's not all about being in a lab coat. It's not all about um, um, coding. It's not. It's actually a mixture of everything. And there's so many pathways, aren't there? Yeah. And I think that's why you'll know we always flung the doors open um, in HQ to bring in as many schools as possible. People in the team used to joke, you know, God, it's like being in a zoo. Every Wednesday we would come trampling up the stairs with 30 kids following us you know to look at people doing their jobs everyone loved it though because there's nothing more exciting than you know being on a serious call and then 30 kids just walk by your desk and um, but everyone knew the the importance of that of, of showing young people what what their world looked like what that world could look like and and it, having a funky office really helps with the cell you know to the young people so we're not sorry about that either you know dogs and slides and bright colors because it it, it engages them and it gets them really really excited so yeah we look forward to doing more of that and that and that culture piece is so important that you know from the from the very start of their career to people at the boardroom there is that real intentional effort to give to pay it forward to pay it forward and give up time to pass on skills and knowledge to the generations coming behind that's that's something that you live and breathe absolutely i think it's something we're really proud of and, and the apprenticeship program is 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 amazing and, and I'm lucky to have been so involved for this long that I get to take a lot of the credits and when I get to sit and have the likes of you read me out those beautiful um, bios but I actually only said this earlier on this week as our, our apprentices started the success of our program is built on a culture in a business that means everyone will share their knowledge and we will have Paul, our CEO, come in and meet our new group of apprentices and say to them, you're going to have a great time here. Work hard. We look after you. You know, all across the business, everyone sees them as a really exciting part for our business and everyone will sit beside them and take time from their job to teach them. You could have the most incredible programs in your business that happen in a classroom. But if people then go and sit at a desk and nobody is willing to help them learn, forget about it. Four days a week, they're they're on the job as an apprentice. And one day, you know, they're off the job learning. We've got incredible teachers in the classroom. But if people aren't willing to say, right, come and I'll show you this. And I love it. I love walking to our technical apprentices and you'll see one of our ANS techies and he'll be surrounded by three or four people of our new apprentices. He'll be saying, right, this is what you do here. And, and that's what it's all about. If you don't have that culture in your business, and I've seen it a few times over the years, sadly, you won't have an incredible uh, apprenticeship program. You ha- that culture has to come from everywhere. And it's the peer networking as well. It's, it's that peer, mm. you know, as well. So it's almost like swapping, you know, within themselves that, you know, across the, their peer group or their cohort, if you like. Tell me about the work that you've done with PwC, obviously a, a massive big four consulting company. I know. Yeah, it's we were really excited. They're doing um, a fabulous initiative over the year where they're kicking it off with it with a brilliant big event and they're bringing in some great companies, all the big names, Microsoft, you know, in, in the in, nationally great names. Um, and we were so honored to be 
pulled in with that group um, as a comparatively much smaller business uh, but we're well able to for the big boys Simone um, so they've kicked that off with a, a big event they're bringing in tons of uh, school children and getting them excited about careers in tech but what's really nice is it's not just a one-off event what PwC have planned is uh, in order to kind of be at this event you then need to commit to opening the doors of your business across the next year so again something that we've done for a long time but they're really saying to other businesses now you have to do this too so so we'll be back very soon to gaggles of kids walking in around our offices you know looking at people working um but uh, all the businesses that are getting involved are doing that so um and again mentoring is a part of that and and uh, that that paying it forward paying it back Simone is is so important yeah it is and i think there is there's something around that let's let's take the 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 cover or the the secrecy about what the world of work looks like guess what it's different everywhere because people are different everywhere so i think the more that we can open those doors and open it, you know open it with so it's otherwise you're just having a career chat you know in a without context so the more that you can bring it to life the better um for me and you know what is that one thing that you would say to that young woman listening to this podcast or being passionate on you know some of these top tips considering a career in tech who thinks do you know what I'm sure this don't think it's for me I think that's the the powerful part of that thought is I don't know if it's for me the most amazing thing about a career in tech is you will find what's for you there are so many options and it's one thing I love about our apprenticeship program is they get to see so many different parts of our business tech there are hundreds and hundreds of jobs in tech, different things that look completely different day to day. You know, I always ask people in the business when they meet um, young people, tell them what your nine to five looks like. Is it a nine to five? Are you at home? Are you in the office? Are you on the phone to customers? Do you not talk to anyone? Are you in a lot of meetings? Like the, the breadth of opportunities is so exciting. You can find your tribe and your, your job tribe, you know, your career tribe, and you can find something that really plays to your strengths. So if they think it might not be for them, that means it's definitely for them because they don't know what's for them. <laughs> and, and, and this is all driven by people just sharing their stories and just, you know, because no, because no two people are different. No two, oh gosh, stop that again. <laughs> no two people are the same and everyone's experience is different everyone's story is different so you know I think that's why this is so so important and your enthusiasm is is so uh, addictive and it's so amazing uh, to be chatting with you here today we could go on Holly. for a while Thanks. Simone couldn't we <laughs> we'll be back for episode two yeah. next week uh, Ollie thank you thank so you. much for joining with me here today it really is truly inspiring to hear and, and inspiring is a big word at times isn't it but you know it, to, to hear all this just such impressive and that intentional word that ANS are going thank you for joining me and thanks all of you for tuning in today as you know we transcribe our podcasts we create cheat sheets we want you to share them you know this is a conversation we're starting we want you to join in please let us know what you think about our pods or if there's anything you want us to talk about rate review subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and it helps us set, spread stories of role models who are accelerating gender equality and wider inclusion from across here in our fabulous north reach out to us on all our socials at North Power Women on Twitter and Northern Power Women and all the others. Join us next Monday when I'll be joined by another wonderful role model from the Northern Power Women community. I'm Simone Roche and you've been listening to the Northern Power Women podcast, a What Goes on Media production. Oh.